0: take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe, you take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes.
1: All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of Southgate Real Talk. I am Robert Montalvo, I'll be your host for this podcast And if you're here today, you took that red pill, you want to know the truth, and you want to continue going down that rabbit hole and find out what is really going on here in Southgate. Uh, Today's podcast, we're going to focus on a mural that uh, has has gone up on Tweedy Boulevard. Um, It's a hot topic right now here in Southgate. A lot of people have a lot of opinions about it. But before we go into this, I just want to say thank you for listening. You're sharing it. You're talking about it. We've been picked up by Spotify, iTunes, uh, a couple of other platforms that I'm forgetting right now. But again, thank you very much for sharing this. I just want to bring you some truth, bring some light out what's going on at City Hall in our city. And I'm going to try and be as honest as I can with everything. So let's get into this. So this mural, uh, it went up over on the site of a business called Blossom and Vine Floral Design over on Tweety. Um, it's over on uh, San Juan and Tweedy, right next to that, uh, right next to the DDs on on Tweedy Boulevard. So the biggest thing I've seen is who is this guy? You know, I personally have never heard of him. I've uh, never seen him before in Southgate. So looking into him, uh, his name is Eric Contreras. He goes by uh, Eric Etsley. And what he's mostly known for is an open mic that he hosts uh, called Alivio Open Mic, which is in a garage in the city of Bell. And on his um, on his Facebook page, it says, uh, Alivio provides an, an alternative space to celebrate the working class community of Southeast LA. And then it goes on to say the fourth Friday each month. So that's what he's mostly known for i haven't seen or found anything significant that he has done here in southgate so one of the platforms that he does have is a youtube channel um got quite a few videos on there content's really good uh just not as popular you know just a handful of views on most of those videos like 14 20 but the content is pretty good um i watched quite a few of those videos that he has and um couple come to mind that i really that i really liked um i think one was the first time i saw my my dad cry and the other one that sticks out to me is um men heal your childhood wounds i think that's the one that it's called but that is not his main platform it looks like um he does have an instagram that looks to be uh the most popular for him he's got a couple of thousand followers on there and that's where it seems he gets most of his uh his traction from on there and uh, he also has a book of poems titled, uh, from my soul that he published. But like I said, other than that, I have not seen anything, um, done in Southgate. So as we move along, uh, this, this was actually an item up for discussion in our local government here in Southgate. It was uh, brought up to the planning commission. It was, um, it was on the agenda on September 15th, 2020, uh, this year. And, um, I'll play the presentation they made uh, to the Planning Commission right now.
1: The proposed mural um, will be 10 feet high by 20 feet wide. It's gonna be located on the Western Wall facing San Juan Avenue. So in the corner of San Juan and Tweedy Boulevard. The mural is being facilitated by a nonprofit called Beautify Earth, which is based in Los Angeles. Um, This nonprofit helps fund um, different murals throughout LA County and the various programs that they have is that they partner up with small businesses and private funders and muralists to connect them together and somehow facilitate a mural in different areas, precisely in low income areas. Um, They work with various sponsorships um, to help fund these murals that range from $10,000 to $20,000 and their goal is to be able to bring murals to different areas that don't have um, public art and they want to really increase awareness of art and bring more color to low-income communities. Um, This is a corporate grant program, so it is no cost to the business. Um, It is being sponsored by Estrella Jalisco, which is a beer manufacturing company that is sponsoring this mural through Beautify Earth through a program that they have titled Artists in Residence Program. So they are funding various artists, connecting them to um, different um, cities. And so Beautify Earth is facilitating all of this and connecting artists with the potential artwork. Um, through this, and they're trying to highlight different um, heroes in the community. The applicant that was selected is um, the small business that I mentioned earlier, Blossom and Vine. Um, They were one of the recipients to participate in this program, and so they um, are going to be granted uh, a no-cost commission mural. The proposed artwork will be a portrait of Eric Contreras with a quote that states when spaces don't exist, create them. The mural is going to be composed of six colors, um, black, gray, blue, white, yellow, and orange. And in the background, um, and I'll show the image um, in the next couple of slides, you'll see um, some eagles in the background. Eric is a poet, a teacher, father, and creator of Oliva Open Mic in the city of Bell. He's also an active organizer in the Southeast and has been involved with the Sela Arts Festival here um, in the city of Southgate for several years now. He's been involved in hosting various YouTube forums um, to educate our youth in the community. um, And he's involved in various CELA um, committees And there's also been several articles highlighting his work. So the reason why a mural of him was selected was um, he had to get nominated and the community voted through Beautify LA on who they would want to see highlighted in 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 the community. And so he was selected as a local hero. And that's why his mural was one of the ones that is being highlighted through this nonprofit.
2: So what you heard right now was the actual presentation that was made to the Planning Commission that day. Um, Again, everything is is presented in a very warm, positive light. So the nonprofit behind this is called Beautify Earth. And they have this thing called Artist and Residence Program, Heroes in the Community. Like I said before, I can't find anything where he would be considered a hero in this community. And that's the biggest question and issue that some people have. Um, regarding this gentleman, uh, Eric uh, Etzley. So you, you heard um, a lot of positive good things about the project but one thing they didn't touch on was Eric Etzley's background on defunding the police, being anti-police and that is where this division comes from. This is where that controversy comes from here in Southgate and um, Of course, everybody is entitled to their opinions, whether you're for defunding the police, support the police department, you know, that that is always your view, your opinion. Just with this is is causing controversy because of his views on the police in general. And I'm going to play a clip in his own words, how he feels about the police department and defunding police. So here it goes. Calling for the defunding of police is not something I do
0: ignorantly. Being from Southeast Los Angeles has made me well aware of the violence, trauma, and crime that exists in my community. From drive-bys to domestic violence to drug dealing, I know the long-lasting and scarring effects violence can have on children. But with this knowledge, I've come to realize that the most over-policed communities do not equal the safest communities. Over-policing our neighborhoods is not the solution to homelessness, trauma, drug addiction, depression, children in foster care, collapsing schools, outdated hospitals, environmental racism, and most importantly, a culture of toxic masculinity that teaches boys that their worth lies in their ability to overpower and control others. Over-policing our streets combined by the lack of resources leads to disenfranchisement and mass incarceration of people of color, especially the youth. You speak about the police as if they are knights in shining armor, the last brigade to save us from ourselves, but you fail to see the reality of our own communities. You can't use handcuffs and guns to change a culture that so desperately needs healing. You can't use prison cells to provide communities with jobs, education, and healthcare. You can't arrest the poverty and trauma that is the greatest contributor to rising crime. You can't shoot your guns into the backs of brown and black children, and hope that the next generation of children are better off, more educated, and more respectful. Los Angeles police have a horrid history of violating the rights and lives of people of color. All I want is for my child to grow up in a community that has the same resources as communities that weren't redlined into poverty, segregation and industrial pollution decades ago. I would like my son not to be criminalized by the men in uniforms who have been indoctrinated to serve the agendas of the racist racist prison industrial complex. What a coincidence it is that the most impoverished communities of Los Angeles also have the least zoning regulations, the least access to healthy food, and the worst underfunded schools. I would like all children in Southeast LA to not fear for their lives when patrol vehicles prowl by their blocks. The police can't solve any of these issues in our communities that keep creating the cycles of violence. In fact, all they do is exacerbate the suffering that already exists in the cracks of our homes, by criminalizing our poverty and our pain. So when I say defund the police, I advocate for funding our children with enough resources that they never have to turn to crime to make a living. When I say defund the police, I advocate for holistic allevio in the community that can never be achieved by guns, but can be achieved with funds and love allocated in the right places. Lastly, when I say defund the police, I advocate for a society that values teachers, nurses, day laborers, seamstresses, doctors, essential workers, and
2: most importantly, our children. Sincerely, Eric Etzley. So there's not much to really say about his views on it. I mean, everything is, is spoken in his own words. He obviously says he wants to defund the police. He's against the police. Pretty adamant about it. So, I can see if you are supportive of our Southgate Police Department, why you would be upset at having this, a mural of this person out on Tweedy Boulevard. On the other hand, um, people that are for defunding the police are anti policing, are rallying around this mural as a symbol for their cause. And again, this is what's causing a bunch of controversy on here. And in Southgate, a lot of people are talking about this. And um, each obviously, each side has valid points. Each side has their point of view, which is fine. It's your right. So as we continue with this, I'm going to start by playing um, the public comment portion of the meeting. And here you'll see, you'll hear the owner of uh, Blossom and Vine as well as a city official speak about this project. First, do we have anybody
1: on, Erica?
3: Yes, we have Yodit Glaze. I'm gonna unmute you now. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Hey, um, hello everyone. Um, I hope you're having a wonderful evening. I just wanted to um, say hi and I just wanted to mention um, how absolutely honored we are to Put this consideration out there, have you guys consider this mural our, on our wall? Um, as you can tell, we, we have had um, graffiti issues there. Um, it's just an empty wall. And if, um, it's just amazing that we would be able to highlight someone so special as Eric um, there. So I just wanted to let you know that we really truly appreciate um, being um, considered for something this amazing in our community. Thank you. Thank you. We also have Marissa Gonzalez. I'm going to unmute you now. All right. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. Good evening, honored members of the Planning Commission. I'm Marissa Gonzalez Kuchek, and I'm the Cultural Arts Coordinator for the City of Southgate. Um, A little background on me. I've built a career for myself in the arts over the last 15 years, and in that time, I have to say that mural projects are really one of the areas that I've witnessed having um, the most impact on local communities. So I would like to recommend that the commission approves this mural because it will add enormous value to the cultural, aesthetic, and economic vitality of Southgate. Public art contributes to a community's identity. It fosters civic pride and a sense of belonging and it enhances the quality of life for its residents and visitors. Also, I think that demonstrating our support for projects like these now will help us secure funds and partners for the future. Um, And there are tons of studies that show the different benefits that public art has on the community mural specifically and things like graffiti abatement as well. Uh, I also wanted to highlight that typically these types of projects can cost in the range of 10 to $30,000 so being able to secure a sponsorship for this type of mural at no cost um, for the business owner and for a community is a really big deal. Um, And as Diane mentioned, I've assisted with um, finding the sponsorship opportunity and connecting and facilitating that connection um, with the business owner. I also wanted to speak on the mural itself. Um, In particular, this mural, I think, would have a great home in Southgate because of who it's featuring. Um, So I know Eric personally and have worked with him on the on. Uh, planning the Cela Arts Festival and can speak to the amazing work that he's doing in our region. Um, and so, once again, I just want to ask you to be a hero and a champion of public art by voting for this mural. Thank you so much for your time and for the opportunity to speak in front of you today and providing a platform.
2: As you heard, yeah, the owner vouched for for this gentleman, uh, Eric Etzley. Obviously, she knew who he was. And as well as the the, the city official uh, for, the, uh, for the arts programming said there was, this was a great thing. I mean, there's no way we can get away from Eric etsley's anti-policing views and, ad- and advocating for it, but it's it's not hard to find on any of his social media. So as you can see, only two people came up to speak in favor of this mural. That's why it's really important to attend some of these meetings, voice your opinion, because otherwise the committees, um, the boards, the city council, they only hear a certain portion of residents. And if you are against this, it's important to voice your opinion. That way it's on record and that way nobody can say like they normally do. Well, nobody said anything. So the city wants it. The residents want it. And in this case, the reality is there's 100,000 residents, two people spoke in favor of it, and they're gonna go with the same thing. Like, hey, nobody spoke up against it, right? So therefore, everybody thinks it's okay. And then we're in this situation that we're in right now with it. So in the next clip, I'm gonna play, this is staff explaining what the Planning Commission is supposed to do for this agenda item. Because murals apply directly to private property, um, as opposed to just a, um, let's say, a, a an art piece in the in the public right of way on a corner or something, that would go to another commission. Because this is in the realm of private property, private ownership, that's why it falls within the purview of of the planning commission. And um, as you heard, just in that explanation from staff, that the planning commission has the option whether to approve or. Disapprove this agenda item, this mural that was supposed to go up. okay, so on this next clip that I'm going to play for you it's it's kind of part of the deliberations they were doing. Um, not actually not very many people brought up Eric Etsley personally as as the person uh, that was going to be featured on this mural. There is one planning commissioner, uh, Jose de la Paz, that did actually uh, talk about uh, this person. So I'm gonna play that clip for you right now.
4: Well, you know, what I was uh, going to motion for, you know, was to um, request input from the Tweety Mile um, as it relates to A, a mural installation at the uh, proposed location, and B, input on the mural and the art itself. um, And then to bring this back um, to us at a later date after we received our input. that gives you know that gives us even more time to look at anything else we would like to research or any other questions that we may have plus it allows the merchants on Tweety to provide feedback through the Tweety Mile on the uh, location uh, a to you know and allow an installation what is their recommendation but b also the actual artwork because um, I'm not familiar with the individual um, you know, I, I don't know anything about them so it's difficult to prove something and later on it ends up being a big issue
2: so as you can tell commissioner de la paz had some really good questions about it i mean he did say he didn't know this person and he was kind of alluding to maybe we should bring that item back after we have some more information about him which is perfectly fine because because had they done that we wouldn't be in the situation we are right now with a anti-police defunding advocate on a wall in Southgate. And you could tell also that he had a feeling something was going to come about from this. So I think he knew already that there should have been some more investigation into this mural before they voted on it. And, you know, that's, that's fine. I mean, that's, that's actually a good thing to do. You want to get as much information you can on any item on the agenda because that affects the city. That affects people in the city, businesses. So you want to get all the information first before you can make a good decision on something. Otherwise, you're just rubber stamping stuff, and that is something that we don't want. Unfortunately, it does go on in our city. So in this next clip, I'm going to play the vote that went down for that item. And it's a roll call vote. So here how it went down.
3: Yes, roll call vote, Chairperson Jenny Perez. Yes. Vice Chairperson Fabiola Insunza. Yes. Commissioner Jose Delgado. Yes. Commissioner Jose de la Paz. Yes. Commissioner Diego Sepulveda.
2: Yes. Okay, motion passes. So You can hear Commissioner De La Paz. I, I think he knew it was going to happen. I think he had some foresight on this, and he knew that this might be an issue. Just hearing him on that log pause, and he's just like, yes. So in his defense, before anybody would say that he could have voted no, uh, by the time it got to him, there was already three votes, three, three yes votes on it. Regardless of whatever he said, the way he voted, it wouldn't matter because the majority already voted to approve this mural. So after that vote and everything, that's where we're at today. We're in the middle of a controversy. We're in the middle of a... um, It's actually a big issue right now here in Southgate uh, for the simple fact that people that are anti-police and for defunding the police are rallying around this mural as a symbol for their cause. And those that are for our police department, that support the police department... Are up in arms about this. Like, what are you guys doing? How did this get up? And um, it's, it, it is, it is going to be a problem. It is an issue. And it's just another example of the way some things run here in Southgate, where people do not do their homework, where they don't read the agendas, they don't read them through. It's just like, yes, yes, no. Somebody told me to vote yes on it. And that's not what we can have. And it starts again with the mayor who's consistently doing this, you can tell she doesn't um, read the agenda or even understand it sometimes. And these are the kind of issues we have in Southgate. What we have here is a store owner that had a wall that was constantly vandalized with graffiti. So I understand why they would want to put a mural up. Uh, Stats, a lot of hard facts show that murals... Decrease uh, graffiti and vandalism by as much as 95 percent. So I understand why the store owner would want to put this up But you also have to have a responsibility of what you're putting up During that presentation at the city planning um, Commission meeting She vouched for this man So obviously she knew who he was so when this controversy kind of started I noticed she kind of started backtracking on it, saying, well, I really don't know this guy. But in the end, it is your responsibility for what you say about these things. I also see the store owner has been saying she's pro-police. She does sit on an advisory board for the police department, or should I say, she sits on a youth commission uh, with the chief of police on there. So I have no reason to doubt when she says she supports the police. I just want to make that clear. And also for everybody saying uh, don't shop there. That, I mean, I'm not advocating for for that. We need to support our local businesses here in Southgate. And in fact, I have used her services a couple of times already. I've met her a couple of times. And I'm really happy with the work that she does and the services that she does provide. I mean, it's it's really great. What we're talking about right now is a mural that was presented to the city As a good thing Now during that presentation They showed several other murals But the difference with this one is that It is not a mural of a sunset or, Or some other artwork And that's another thing that they were presented as As art This is not art This is a combination of putting an individual An entity on there an unknown person at that. It's not like they put Cesar Chavez up there or or any number of other people that have actually done something and contributed to Southgate, like the late uh, Henry Gonzalez, like Mr. Bill DeWitt, uh, Emilia Earhart, just to name a couple that have actually contributed to Southgate and helped out youth and other residents here. So that's really what this is about. It's this individual that has done some great things in the Silla area. But at the same time, he also advocates anti-police and for defunding the police. And that is where the issue comes in here in Southgate. You cannot have it both ways. You cannot say you're an advocate for the police department while having a individual pictured in a mural, a 10 by 20 mural at that of somebody that just says he's anti-police, defund the police. Doesn't make sense. And you can't have that both ways. You know, I want to echo also some of the uh, discussions as it have been taking place online, you know, like on Facebook, on Instagram, and some of the blogs, you know, you can put an individual on there. Like I mentioned before, it's not like they put, Julio Cesar Chavez or somebody like that on there. Since it is private property and it it falls into the realm of freedom of speech, what do we have next? I read something uh, from a resident commenting about what if they put swastikas up around. That's freedom of speech, right? You may not agree with it, but somebody else might agree with it. Where does that leave the city then? When we cross into this path of putting up individuals that we know nothing about and and crossing some lines that that can have some legal and financial losses for the city you know it's a problem somebody needs to step up and do their homework on these things because if somebody comes in and wants to put a mural of a swastika or some other anything else you name it and it gets denied what happens if they take the city to court and sue the city And they win, not because of right or wrong, but because of the circumstances, because the way the law is written on this. And this is what has been happening ever since our wonderful mayor stepped into office and she raised her hand of incompetence. And it's just been a debacle ever since she has become the mayor of this city. It's just one thing after another. The way that presentation went to the commission, it was presented as artwork, as a mural. They should have told them that this gentleman was against the police. He was an advocate for defunding the police. It took me no less than two minutes to find that out, just by Google searching them and looking at them um, and looking at him online. So there's no reason why nobody should have known. What this guy was about. So again. You can't have it both ways. You can't be for the police. And have a mural of a guy. That is anti-police. Doesn't make any sense at all. And to top it off. This guy has done nothing of significance. In Southgate. I saw the owner state that he went to school here. And his mom has a business here. Well. That's great. But. There's a lot of people that went to school here in Southgate. And there's a lot of people that have parents that have businesses here in Southgate. That doesn't justify a mural on the wall on one of the busiest streets here in Southgate. And this doesn't just happen with a presentation like this for a mural. This happens all the time in City Hall. Staff and some other other individuals that are wanting to do stuff in the city, they they paint a pretty picture and leave out all the ugly details. Just like the, the legacy apartments that was uh, discussed on the last meetings. Um yeah, they said it was great. Um, all these apartments we're gonna do low-income housing. But you know, don't look at the environmental report where where there's some lead in there, there the, the ground's contaminated. I think it was something like a thousand cubic yards, which is ten football fields of contaminated dirt. But yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about all the good things. You know, when you make a presentation to a city council to a commission, to a board here in Southgate, you should present all the good points as well as the bad points so they can make an informed decision. And as a city councilman, as a person on a commission or board, you also have a responsibility to try and look into as much of the agenda as you possibly can. I know I do it and I'm not a city council person. But I know some on our city council don't do it. And that's why Southgate is in the situation it is right now. That lack of leadership, that lack of follow through, that lack of foresight, that attention to detail that cost the city literally hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. Don't believe me? Check out that communications audit they just did in the last city council meeting that was conveniently placed on the consent calendar And immediately voted for approval by our wonderful Mayor, Miss Maria D'Avila. On one hand, you have advocates against the police department. You have advocates that are for defunding the police. And they do have valid points. You also have people that are pro-police that support our police department. And when they drive by or take a look at that mural... All it is is representing is a big middle finger to them. If I was a police officer as I drove by that business, that's what I would think. Here's a big middle finger. Here's a guy that doesn't do anything in Southgate. But hey, let's put a mural of him saying, defund the police. The police are bad. It, it's not about bad apples. It's, the whole tree's rotten down to the roots, down to the dirt. That's an actual statement he made. Now, just to be also 100% transparent on this, I did reach out to Eric Etsley. I wanted to give him an opportunity to say something, to give his side of the story. But instead of responding or, or even messaging back, he went ahead and blocked me on social media. I guess, right? Let me tell you something he also did. He also took down all of his anti-police postings. Yes, he took down all of his anti-police postings. Wow. Everything where you have those hashtags, defund the police, uh, the police are bad, they're crying, um, they're evil, or calling them white knights, which is a dog whistle, in case you don't know, for anti-police sentiment. So what do you guys think about this? Where do you stand on it? I'd love to hear your comments, I'd love to hear your thoughts on either side of the spectrum, because your opinions matter, they matter to me, and... We need to get these things straight here in Southgate. Because you know what? The leadership or lack thereof leadership that we do have here in Southgate is just not working. And I need you, we need each other to make things right here in Southgate. The only solution I see coming down, and this is really just judging from the outrage from residents here in Southgate, is they're probably going to have to wind up taking that mural down. It is very offensive to everybody. That is an offensive mural. Art is in its own category. Art is very subjective. Art is a reflection of the artist's mind that created it. This is a tribute to someone that is anti-police and is pro-defunding the police. A huge activist for it. And he takes all that information down from his social media. Why? Are you is Eric Etsley not for defunding the police anymore, or is he for defunding the police? I'm not sure. can't trust people like that. I mean, if you're for a clause, stay with it. Stand up for it like you have been these past couple of months. Why all of a sudden you take a, you take all the postings and stuff you had that were anti-police down. What's that say about you? I personally don't want to have anybody like that represented in our city. Let the mayor know. Even though she won't respond, well, she won't respond to me. But email her, rdavila at sogate.org. See if she answers you. See if she gives you an explanation of why this is the loud. We'll be right back. Well, that's all I have for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you stopping by. Hopefully I shared some good information for you and you got a good outlook on what we were talking about today. Again, I appreciate all your input, all your suggestions, and all your criticisms. Don't forget to share and tell your friends about it, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks.